Today's episode is presented by Lodestar, the fee experts. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special episode of Lodestar's Lending Leaders. Uh, we're at the IMB conference where uh, Rob Chrisman was so kind to sit down with us and have a conversation. How have you been enjoying the conference, Rob? I, I didn't know there was a conference going on here, and I came down here to drink. Okay. Uh, and then, like, a conference broke out around me, so I'm really happy that the coincidence was, uh, was there. Awesome. Well, you're probably the person that's been on our show that needs the least introduction. Uh, Au contraire. <laughs> could you tell us a little bit about how you got into the mortgage space and how your career started? Sure. I majored in food science at Cal Poly in San Luis Obispo, which is up the coast here Amazing. from San Diego. Went to work for Safeway for a couple of years in a milk plant and an ice cream plant. And after that time period, realized that supervising union employees was not something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So actually, my mom suggested I go back to school and get an MBA. And I asked her what MBA stood for. <laughs> and uh, I applied to UC Berkeley, Cal, mm -hmm. and got in. It was the only school I applied to, so I guess I lucked out. And then got an MBA. And between my first and second year, I went to work for a little mortgage bank across the bay mm -hmm. and have been in it ever since. And that was in 1985. That's great. So I remember telling my mom that I was going into secondary marketing for a mortgage bank and she wanted to know, oh, a mortgage bank, what, what, what do they pay on deposits? And I said, well, it's not actually a mortgage bank is not that kind of a bank. So I explained that to her. And I'm not quite sure my mom or my dad really ever knew what I did or where I worked, which, you know, it happens. I don't think my parents understand my job either. That's fair. Um, so you curate a lot of content for the mortgage space, and you get a lot of emails with suggestions for content and all of that. How do you kind of, how do you decide what you think is worth the larger conversation? So the larger conversation is actually a very good thing to wonder about because there's a tremendous amount of noise, little, little bits of noise out there. Most of it is gossip. You know, yeah. this company's going out of business, that company's being bought, that company is in a lawsuit and so forth. But the overall trends after a few decades in the business, I like to think that I add value because... I can sense what the overall trends are and the larger discussion topic is. Mm -hmm. If you think about mortgage origination in general, it really hasn't changed all that much over the decades. And so the same issues are always present. You know, producing a quality mortgage at a, at a good price with low overhead and in a compliant manner than servicing that loan. And the news that impacts all of those things uh, obviously changes over the years. Mm -hmm. And so you have a situation where the news changes, but the topics generally remain the same. And it's a more of a matter of tuning into what's going on in the news and gauging uh, from uh, my you know, my email traffic and so forth about what is of a concern and what's not because something that can happen at one point mm -hmm. doesn't happen, may not happen again later on. So um, 
you know, I like to think that's some of the value that I add, yeah. just, just knowing. And I think providing a space for that constant conversation as we have planes fly overhead is so important. Um, our own CEO, actually, Jim Paolino, emailed you uh, an article that was maybe a little less than flattering on industry conferences. What about that email piqued your interest and in, in allowed you to share that? Because we've gotten so much great feedback on it. Well, conference activity is almost a you know, an art form in itself. Mm -hmm. There are some people who go to a conference who just want to learn. Mm -hmm. Others want to go to have a good time, get out of the house. Others, there's a combination. And different conferences are known for different things. Mm -hmm. And I've been to many, many conferences over the years. And like I said, different conferences have different personalities. Different people have different personalities. Somebody who acts and behaves one way in the office may not act or behave that way when they come to a conference. But the, in general, the, the conference life is part of mortgage banking. Mm-hmm. And throughout their career, most people will go to at least a, a handful of conferences, even if, if you're not you know, some capital markets person or not mm-hmm. some regulator or whatever. So it matters because the conference life touches everybody. And a senior management... When you send somebody and spend the money to have somebody go to a conference, you don't want them closing down the bars and, and, and passing out in the gutter. You want them to be alert the next day mm-hmm. when it comes time to work and the sessions start. And you are, in effect, representing the company and you're representing your boss. So senior management wants somebody who's, who's dialed in, but certainly able to have a social time in the evening uh, and make contacts because, that, frankly, that's when a lot of contacts happen is, you know, you're at a bar and you meet, you're talking to somebody and then somebody comes up and, and it's like, oh, you know, you know, you know, Jim, meet Sam, Sam, meet Jim kind of thing. Yeah. And then a lot of business relationships come out of those things. You don't want to be drunk. And so I think Jim's email mm-hmm. kind of addressed the, the conference life in a way that I thought it should be addressed, and it's, some of his points were very valid, and so I wanted mm-hmm. the industry to read that. And we appreciate it. Um, and shifting gears a little bit, as, you know, of course we're in a market downturn right now, we all know it. Um, you know, as someone who's commented on the industry for so long, what about this moment makes you the most optimistic for the future of the industry? Well, I would argue that not only are the borrowers the best borrowers we've ever had as an industry. It's generally agreed that the the credit quality of the borrowers is superb, that they have the ability to repay and so on, and they have most of them have equity in their homes. But on the flip side, we as an industry, a lot of the people who were in our business in 2008, 2007, 2006 with the stated income and stated asset and so forth, who may have been portrayed in movies or TV shows, a lot of them have left the industry and who is in our industry now, I would say this group of people are, is, this group is better trained, mm-hmm. more motivated, obviously younger. There, there seems to be a, a shift towards people in their you know, 20s and 30s in our business and away from people in their 60s and 70s. And that's nice to see. So you have a, a shift in the industry. You have a shift in age. You have 
training that's happened. And you also have new ways of doing things against the background of people need home loans. And somebody has to do $2 trillion worth of home loans this year. So it may as well be people people at this conference, for example. And so all those things add up to a an interesting time in our industry. You know, there's always an interesting time in the industry, but I'd say uh, it continues to be interesting, and that's what keeps people in it because it, it is changing, and it, you get to meet a lot of neat people and, and help millions of borrowers across the nation and do it in a, in, in a, in a nice work environment. We love that. And then um, the last question that I have for you today is our, our Lodestar question. So our company is named after a Lodestar, which is a guiding light in the sky. What would you consider to be your Lodestar for your career, your life? You know, you can pick either angle. It's a personal one. Good question. And these questions have not been vetted ahead of time. <laughs> so... I would say that I like helping people. Yeah. And when I can combine helping people with, you know, working in an environment that I enjoy, I, I, I've lucked out considerably because uh, I like the fact that I, I, I like to think that at some point during the week or during the month, somebody will be helped by something they read in my commentary and that they, in turn, can help a client or help a borrower. And, you know, it makes it worthwhile to be able to do that. And a lot of people look at me and they think I don't even work. Uh, but they also aren't the ones that are getting up at 4 in the morning or do a lot of work the night before in preparation for sending the commentary out the next morning. Um, but I do I do have a very good life. And, and you know, we are surrounded by really cool people. Yeah. in really some really cool environments and we are in a very good business yeah. and uh, you know what more could you want I love that um, so as we wrap up here today where can people find you is there anything you want to promote they can shoot me an email or subscribe at www.robchrisman.com perfect we love it well thank you guys so much for watching and thank you Rob for taking time out of your very busy conference schedule to record with us um please like subscribe and uh you can follow us wherever you get your podcasts uh thank you everyone and we'll see you next week thank you for listening to the lodestars lending leaders podcast please like subscribe and rate us five stars anywhere you get your podcast a special thank you to the lodestar podcast production team jim paolino tim austin and john gardner